everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily as we progress through the day. Another corporate update here. This is Meridian Mining. They do trade on the TSX with MNO and on the OTCQX with MRRDF. Happy to welcome in CEO and Director, Mr. Gilbert Clark, once again. Gilbo, last time I saw you, you were in Colorado, uh, but we've had a couple news releases since then. Uh, how is the travels back home? Hi, Trevor. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yes, I got home. Uh, a couple of cancelled flights and a long detour, <laughs> but no, we got back to France. Oh, so just a normal normal trip back home. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, so we got actually new drill results out here. We're going to talk about that out of Santa Elena. Uh, that's the copper, gold, silver, zinc uh, deposit there to the southeast of Cabasol. Now we've we've gotten drill results from here previously, but they continued uh, trickling in here. Now what's interesting is uh, that in, in very similar fashion as you did at Cabasol. You had historical drill holes. You're going back and retesting those uh, because there was a lot of mineralization there that wasn't accounted for in the first place. So tell us about you know what you're continuing to find there at Santa Elena. Well, what we've done is, is really replicating the low-risk approach that we had successfully at Cabasal. And last week's um, press release, uh, what we were talking about there was um, – St. Helena was historically targeted for copper, gold, silver, zinc, massive sulfides. So they only drilled, you know, the, the about a one kilometer strike of massive sulfides. And above and below that prospective horizon, they just didn't assay for it. At the same time, they identified, and we actually confirmed that through our own trenching, a, about a 1.3 kilometer long gold mm-hmm. overprint that was... Never followed up on except for one drill hole they put in um, back in the 80s. So what we did today, oh, sorry, last week, what we released and what we're ongoing at the moment is we're just testing both the the global VMS system but also this gold overprint. And that's where we came up with that recent drill hole where, where we hit 23 metres at 0.5 copper, 0.9 grams a tonne gold um, from very shallow depths. And it essentially that we know from the surface mapping the golds at surface. But what this really links into is when we had St. Helena in our first release, we said there was, you know, about 1.3 kilometres of perspectivity, and then we extended it by uh, 1.1 kilometres of IP anomaly, which showed uh, very closely how this perspective horizon continues to the southeast. And we've actually now extended that prospectivity another half a kilometre so all told we're about 2.6 kilometres and it's open at both ends of a very prospective um, VMS horizon that's equally showing all the indications of being overprinted by the high grade gold late overprint which is pervasive over the entire VM the Cabasol belt. Yeah, I mean, what's very interesting here, it, it's it's almost as if you're just kind of turning the page from Cabasal to to Santelina, um, because it, you almost repl- it's like it's it you're replicating exactly what you did at Cabasal here. I mean, is there anything? I mean, obviously there's some variables, but is it kind of just taking the next steps and taking the same approach that it just it just looks to be just as successful that was to the uh, to the northwest? Yeah, very much so. Um, see. With the, the, the Cabasol project, the, we've got a dual strategy. Developing the Cabasol deposit, which is a, what you think is going to be in a 
economics today is showing it to be a very standalone large deposit which can finance the uh, cost of building a central mill and so that's the hub and what we're now looking at is we're doing that which is going to be the next satellite prospect that we can be develop up to a economic standard that will be fed into this central mill so we're really evolving this hub, hub and spoke development of the capital belt and as you have in any mining company, when a mining company goes into production, it then goes into a, a resource replacement program. So what we're looking at here is we're building additional resources outside of Cabasol that we can then feed in to the Cabasol mill. It's, it's, it's almost a textbook of any VMS belt that's been developed over the last 100 years. And you have continued to do some uh, IP survey work continuing to the southeast, uh, and actually you're extending that. It appears that you're extending that about a, a kilometer and a half here. To also give us a sense of early exploration work on, I mean, obviously you have the geo, uh, the geo, uh, the geotechnical data. What do you do next here on surface? What's been done? We've been doing two things at Surface there. We've been running as an IP anomaly, and that's given us a great extension. We've been, actually, three things. We've been collating the historical BP soil data, which has given us this overlay on the IP, which shows it to be quite prospective. And then we've done our own checks and balance on the soil survey. We've actually identified that was not identified by BP, another gold anomaly. Um, and we think there is the strong possibilities to replicate that. We, at Cabasal, we have the VMS sequence, and above the VMS sequence, particularly in the northwest extension, we're seeing a what we're guessing is a prospective geochemical horizon, which is very preferential for the emplacement of gold-only mineralization. And we think there is the strong possibility to have that down in down in uh, the Saint Helena. And you know, when you've got such prospective ground or such a prospective tenement package. Um, you really have to focus on that. And, and Trevor, that, that's what will lead into what we announced in the markets today is that, you know, Cabasal is such a standalone, you know, company building asset, but we have other assets in Meridian. So what we're taking is that portfolio of sort of, I guess they're orphan, but prospective or um, exploration project in the, in the Rondonia, the state that's to the north of Mato Grosso. And we're going to do a strategic, review of how we can actually create value for our shareholders from that package of exploration and we're looking at all the various ways of um, how do we put that into a, a, a new structure where our shareholders can get exposure to a very exciting exploration they've already got the exposure from the resource development program at cabasal and the near-term possibilities of production which we're very we're working very closely and very diligently on achieving but we also want to give them exposure to potential to future-facing metal portfolio in Brazil. Yeah, and this, and I think this is something that maybe hasn't been mentioned enough. I mean, there are three projects there uh, within the Rondonia uh, area, and uh, and kind of a kind of an array of projects actually. I mean, from tin to IOCG type deposits there. Uh, and obviously not a whole lot of work uh, within the Meridian uh, workflow the last couple of years here, Gilbert. But talk to us about 
you know, you, a strategic ruse, a, a strategic review is almost always vague, right? So, what exactly does that mean? I mean, does it mean a spin out? Does it mean an all out sale of those assets? Uh, talk to us about the timing of that. You know, why now? Um, you know, just give us a sense of really what 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 it, what it means in, in in general for Meridian. Well, when you the most important thing when you do a uh, these types of strategic reviews, how do you create value for your shareholders from something that's not being given value? So my preference in in these type of and I've done a few of them now for various companies is to ensure that firstly it's not a taxable event. You want to make sure that it's done in an efficient way so that our shareholders get free stock and not and it's not considered a a sale of equity. So they actually get um, a, a an early position into a, a new co-company, be that one that's already listed or one that we create. And the idea is we then into that new co-company or that structure is we make sure we in place into that a replication of Meridian's very low-cost way of doing business in the in Brazil, our, our guidance in that new administrative body to take these companies forward or these projects forward. So that's why you want to do these reviews. You don't want to go off sort of half-cocked and sort of spray out very good expiration potential into a company which is just going to waste that opportunity. You want to make sure you put a good administrative team behind it, have a good leader who knows how to work Brazil into that role, and then you take it forward. But as always, we want to make sure that we really create a value opportunity for the future. In Because in, I see Brazil as an exciting, really exciting place to investment in South America. But our team, our management team, our back office team are really focused on developing that Cabasal project. And we just don't have the bandwidth to, to, to take on, you know, multiple exploration projects in another jurisdiction in Brazil. So what we're doing is creating that, a new code that can, with a team that will then take those projects forward and hopefully have discovery success. Well, here you can get into the philosophical debate that always heats junior miners here, Gilbo, about, you know, is it best to focus on one project or is it best for investors to in, put their money into companies that have multi-assets? And, you know, I mean, I, you've probably had the same conversation. And, and from what I'm hearing is you'd be okay with Meridian having one asset in the Capasol project because obviously it continues to grow. You've got a lot of work to do. Uh, but you could have the debate, you know, whether it'd be nice to keep one or two of those other projects within the portfolio. Uh, you know, how are you answering those questions? That's, it's a great question. Well, there's, there's, I give a, a quite a, I've always given a very consistent response. And when we took on Cabasal, it's about um, what is the appetite for risk and how do you take, and when you want to do exploration, that's a, a different suite of investors that want to participate in, in exploration. And then in Cabasal, what we have is low-risk resource development, low-risk um, exploration, because that first phase of um, targeting has already been done by BP. Where, as per St. Helena, we're developing our next deposit, our next uh, resource delineation program, because it's already largely delineated with respect to the mass of sulfides, but it's from our own work, we've now almost tripled the potential strike 
of the preferential sediments that host St. Helena. So what we're doing there is it's very much now that hard asset building and, and we're looking at what the value of the NAV and how we're creating that, that portfolio of, of what I think are going to be near-term deposits in Cabasal. Now, when we look at the junior market for exploration and there's risk involved, it's you want to get in at the early stage, get the early seed, and then you can participate and then have exposure to discovery success, which is very exciting. But, so that's why I've put that into that new code. We'll be able to give our investors the exposure to low-risk asset development, which is what we've got with Meridian and, and Cabasal. At the same time, they'll be exposed to that seed potential of a new exploration code, which has got a, gr a great portfolio of projects. But we just don't have the bandwidth to take on high-risk exploration, which could be quite lucrative, while at the same time diligently investing our shareholders' capital and, and time into what I think is a very a near-term production company. Yeah. All right. All right, Gilbert. That's uh, we covered a lot of ground here. I appreciate your time, and uh, look forward to catching up with you once again here, probably uh, next month. Uh, until then, uh, stay safe for you and everybody else on the ground there in Brazil. Thanks, Trevor. Appreciate it. All right, that's your update from Meridian Mining. Everybody again trading on the TSX with MNO. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.